0: Keep it simple. Keep it small. And there will be enough for all. Take a little. Give a lot. Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Green Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie, and a member of the Green Woman Leadership Group. So it is summertime, and boy, it's been busy. You know, we green women have been so busy this summer. We have been traveling within the United States and some have been visiting places like Hawaii, Puerto Rico. We're tending to our gardens, hiking, biking, kayaking, visiting family, just to name a few activities. So I wanted to ask you how your summer is going. I hope you are getting outdoors, enjoying all that summer and nature has to offer us. And it seems like it is just passing by so fast. And yes, I too have been enjoying summer. And for me, I have been caring for my guy who had a right total knee surgery in June. Well, that kind of threw summer off for me. So now I've taken over some of the lawn mowing, the weeding, and a few other odd jobs I don't usually do, or assisting him with some heavy chores. And then there are grandkids, sports to watch, little boating with the family, family get togethers. I'm sure you guys are all doing the same too. But I have also been involved in a couple of local stewardship projects with the great old broads and cleaning up of the Mississippi and St. Croix River waterways. Volunteering with working with the Friends of the Boundary Waters Group. And for me here in Minnesota, we are already getting ready for our state fair, which is the end of August through Labor Day, and then school starts. But with all that I have been doing, I have never forgotten about our climate change. And wow, doesn't summer remind us about our climate? It has been a whirlwind across the United States. However, I call it now, we are in a climate crisis. As in many areas of our nation, It has been hot and humid. I know it has been that here in Minnesota. With some much needed rain in some areas and flooding in other areas, there have been fires in the west and southwest, dry, heat, water issues. And in the northwest area of the U.S., they're experiencing 90 degree weather, which come on, they never get that. There's been floods in Kentucky as well as other areas. Many would say that climate change is definitely definitely real. But really, I believe we are in climate crisis mode. So I hope everyone gets involved in doing your share of changing the how and the way we live, what we buy, becoming educated in the process of correcting our devastation that we have caused to Mother Earth and finding new ways to live in this world of ours. There are many ways we can get involved by self-education, recycling, repurposing our goods, buying used clothing, eating more organic and less processed foods, and you know, the list goes on. But another way is to vote. During this time of midterm elections that are happening around the United States, which I did a podcast on that last time in episode 64, about how important midterm elections are, and definitely in this general election in November coming up, everyone's voice does matter, and we use our voice when we vote. There are bills in the legislation, both at the state and national levels, that address areas of climate change, and you need to find out what they are. And you can look up your representatives online and send them emails. Just keep flooding them so they know where you are on this climate crisis paradigm. The process is really pretty easy. But why am I telling you all of this? It seems that in summertime, we are so busy with having fun, enjoying the sun, enjoying all there is of summer, like fishing, going to the beach, swimming, bicycling, hiking, camping trips. Many are traveling around the U.S., visiting national parks and abroad, getting together with family, ball games, your city, county, or state fairs. And then there's the mowing lawns, taking care of the gardens we planted, maybe fixing up the house or landscaping project, and much more. And you can include me on that list of activities, which has led me to stray away from doing my podcast. But summer is also the season which has the highest energy. So we just seem to keep going from one task to the other, trying to get it all in. But we do have to find balance in all we do. So I have been trying to take a few more breaks, relax, and do some reading. And in that reading, I came across an article from The Guardian about a month ago, maybe. And I wanted to share this reading as it's a reminder to all of us that no matter how busy we get in our lives, we must never forget our home, Mother Earth. And she is going through a major change right now. And we are contributing to how that change is going to affect the air we breathe, the land we live on, the water we drink, or even how much water we're going to have, the plants, the animals, and the fish we eat. Every action we take is affecting the climate crisis we are in right now so with that said i would now like to read you this short article and it's titled humanity can't equivocate any longer this is a climate emergency and this was written by rebecca solnit and she is a guardian us columnist and terry tempest williams oh i love her a writer naturalist and activist We are declaring a climate emergency. Everyone can in whatever place on earth they call home. No one needs to wait for politicians anymore. We have been waiting for them for decades. What history shows us is that when people lead, governments follow. I want to read that again. This is so true. And we are in a time where I believe this is happening. History shows us that when people lead, governments follow. Our power resides in what we are witnessing. We cannot deny that Great Salt Lake in Utah is vanishing before our eyes into a sun cracked playa of salt and toxic chemicals. Nor can we deny that Lake Mead is reduced to a puddle In New Mexico, a wildfire that began in early April is still burning in late July. Last August, the eye of Hurricane Ida split in two. There was no calm. Only 190 mile an hour winds ripping towns in the bayous of Louisiana to shreds and 7 million acres in America's west burned in 2021 the future the scientists warned us about is where we live now the climate emergency has been declared over and over by nature and by human suffering and upheaval in response to its catastrophes the 2000 individuals who recently died of heat in portugal and spain are not here to bear witness but many of the residents of a city in Pakistan where Amnesty International declared the temperatures unlivable for humans. The heat warped rails of the British train system, the buckled roads cry out that this is unprecedented. The estimated billion sea creatures who died on the Pacific Northwest coast from last summer's heatway, announced a climate emergency. The heat devastated populations of Southern Asia, the current grain crop failures in China, India, across Europe, and American Midwest, the starving of the Horn of Africa because of climate caused drought. The bleached and dying coral reefs of Australia, the rivers of meltwaters gushing from Greenland's ice sheet, the melting permafrost of Siberia and Alaska, all bear witness that this is a climate emergency. So do we. Yet, the anxiety we feel, the grief that is ours, pales in comparison to the veracity of our resolve. We can choose to live differently and build a wiser and more just ways to produce, consume, and travel? Our hope lies in our collective actions. A climate emergency means that it's time for business as usual to halt, for our priorities to shift and to recognize our responsibility to those on the front lines of climate crisis. This emergency which did not begin suddenly and will not end in our lifetimes, nevertheless needs our urgent response. This means doing all we can to stabilize the health of the planet, our home, and speed the transition away from fossil fuels now. Between the scientists and engineers, philosophers and poets, indigenous leaders, climate activists, and engaged youth. We know what to do and how to do it. We have a multiplicity of tools. We have a kaleidoscope vision where each of us can offer up the gifts that are ours. And most importantly, we have the spiritual will to change the course of our destiny on fire. The future needs us and we need each other. At a time when the majority of Americans want to see serious climate action, too many politicians have failed us and undermined those who are trying. We ourselves must respond for those who will be born next week and next decade and the next century who need a planet alive and flourishing in all its exquisite diversity of land and creatures and humans. We have no right to rob them or the young people staring at a chaotic future now of their birthright. We do not represent them, but we can represent ourselves as people in solidarity with all life. In that spirit, we join those around the world who have already declared a climate emergency, and we invite everyone to join us. And I am on board with that. I would now like to tell you that so many of the green women have read this article, and one of our green women, Joe Hatcher, who is a coach, retreat leader and therapist and entrepreneur of Joe Hatcher Retreats, actually came up with a few ideas and suggestions for all of us to make this change. First off, we all must push our electic- elected officials to get off their butts and stop fighting and work together to make changes. We can't wait anymore climate crisis is so huge, we sometimes feel like we can't make a difference. But you can. You might say, I have so many of my own problems. Well, we all have some problem or another. But if we all don't get involved, we won't have to worry about our problems because we might not even be here on earth anymore. Joel believes and I agree with her that there are things we can do. We can vote, like I said earlier. We can call or email our elected officials and demand that they pay, pass a climate change bill. And we can use our creativity, our resourcefulness, and our own way to help. We have to all start with ourselves. And Joe stated that we need to stop the insane busyness that our culture demands of us that we need to take care of ourselves. And if you are not healthy, you won't make it. She also stated that taking care of yourself will help you to not only survive the crazy world, but thrive in it. And I would like to ask you, the world, Mother Earth, needs all of us to work on this task together. And are you willing to be a part of this global solution? I know I am going to make my claim that I am going to help. And I hope you can too. Now, as always, I would like to give you all a big thank you for tuning in and listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the podcast or tell a friend, download and subscribe. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and where other podcasts are held. Until next time, stay informed. Be healthy, live green, and become an activist for your own health, the health of your family, and definitely the health of Mother Earth, our true home. Keep it simple, keep it small, and there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot. the sky for what you've got.